Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to CryptoVision Podcast. My name is Andres Cardenas. I want to give you the welcome today, and I want to get you immersed into all these conversation we have today. We want to talk about new world currencies. And as usual, uh, one of the, the ways I describe all this I'm going through is through my personal experience. And I want to bring today a couple of um, experiences that has, uh, they have given me so much awareness of the change that is occurring right now in this world. So I, I just name it the new world currencies because as we, as we continue evolving as, uh, as habitants of this planet, we tend to have this um, inclination only to that there's always have to be a, a unique monetary retribution for every single little thing. So uh, these days everyone is tending to be an entrepreneur and what that means is uh, most of the conversations that we used to have in the past now are getting more into business conversations. So it's more like, I am gonna talk to you and then you're gonna pay, compensate me in a certain way and vice versa kind of thing. And that's the way the world evolves. There's not much to do about it. But I'm gonna tell you a few experiences that I've gone through the past. I just came out of a conversation with a very dear person that it's got all my gratitude just for the way she is. And she has made me aware of a particular particular topic that uh, seems to uh, be bugging her family right now. and. And it was nothing really that could be done and what she needed to accomplish with my advice. Um, I actually had to deliver some not good news in terms of what it needed to happen in that, during that meeting. And, and the bad news was that um, there were some expectations that a possible money was going to be there and change lives. and. I had to be the deliverer of not the good news that that money wouldn't exist, that they've been victim of um, fraud kind of thing. So then I started looking into that and I realized that as we evolve and as we get into more and more and more um, capitalism thinking and it's just one currency that we look into and is how many dollars I can get out of these. Uh, we're going backwards in terms of um, humanity and prosperity. Um, it's okay to get compensated. It's, it's okay to do the foundations for your business, but it's uh, very important to know who you are and what's, uh, what, what kind of moment you're living and what's your contribution uh, before you even monetize everything. Um, other new currencies that are coming up in this world are care, that's one of them. Um, gratitude. Um, all these new energies of different than the US dollars are taking more and more shape these days. Um, 
I'm going to refer to a previous story, and this used to be back in the past three, four years back, maybe, maybe five. So I, I stopped working in the financial industry. I took two years off, and then I dedicated those two years to be with my daughter, my little Luna. That she got the best gift ever. She got daddy was a toy. So I was there for her. So what I did was start creating my own life. So one of the interesting things uh, I did was I met this um, gentleman from a beautiful country named Syria where he was pretty much like the surgeon for used cars. He will know exactly what kind of exactly what every vehicle needed to be bring uh, brought back to life. So one of the things we started doing was buying vehicles uh, from the auctions. Um, he'll have a shop full of used parts. He will put them up really well, um, repair them, do the most of the um, uh, major repairs like axles and tires and probably part of the engines that weren't really working and he will just bring back to life a used vehicle or they have been involved in some sort of a malfunction. So he was really good at that and at the beginning we tried to work together in terms of I wanted to kind of see if I could do that, if I could learn that, but he was the guy for that. So I became the the guy who buy the vehicles once he repaired will I'll, I'll try to we try a few times so I'll got that bought, bought the vehicle from the auction uh, I bought the parts and we tried to repair together and everything but that wasn't really my thing uh, not at all so we ended up doing it that way so he will actually I will tell him um, what kind of vehicles I was interested in he knew pretty much what kind of cars he needed to look for. He'll buy the vehicles, he'll repair them, and at the end, he'll just make an estimate for me. That worked out pretty well, because what I did is I'll just buy the vehicles, I'll do an extreme detail, one of those that is done with uh, steam, and the vehicle will actually become back to life. It was brand new and I started using the vehicles. I didn't even want to sell them after the, the detail. Uh, but the thing is that when you take care of something and when you put some care, when you put some love, the, that this is creates some sort of energy so that the vehicle will catch the attention to many people and they will ask me. So I got detached from all that feeling that I needed to keep the vehicle because now it looks really nice. So what I started doing was just buying the vehicles in bulk and I start um, doing the detail. Some of them, when I put them online, because the they online marketing for used vehicles, it's, it's pretty simple. You just need to spend some time to kind of learning the, the um, particulars, the tricks about it. So I just realized that the easiest way um, to advertise those vehicles online was to be very straight with the clients and just tell them, so like, look, I brought this vehicle back to life. 
I've been using it. I will prefer not to sell it, but it's available if you want to come and see it. And that, that was actually, uh, that was attracting more people. And I will, I, might, I think my record, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm, I'm, I'm right, I believe I sold the vehicle in 20 minutes. Just put it online. I got immediate response and say, give me an address. I'm coming right now. I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm close by because it, so, it showed the ad shows the geographic zone close the area where you are so someone knew I was close by and came and I was afraid I, I actually when when the gentleman came in and asked me uh, the first question I asked him was like I know you came really fast but you realize that the car is a standard because we are in America and he's like yep that's exactly why I came so fast because I've been looking for vehicle like this a standard and I've been looking longer and well the vehicle was beautiful by the way it was silver um, one of these hatchback vehicle Japanese vehicle with wheels aluminum real wheels 17 inches or 18 inches brand new tires the the windows were tinted, good stereo, Bluetooth. I mean, like, it was neat inside, and I usually take really good care of my cars. So there it is. He came in. The price was set. I think he asked, I think he asked for some sort of, like, reduction on the price, and the guy came so fast, and he, he was so um, transparent with me and everything that I'm like, I just made it easy for him to say, yeah, sure. And I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm just gonna wait here, see if someone else ever makes me totally happy with the amount I'm asking for. What damage does it make? Like, does it really hurt me to lower a few hundred bucks? So there it is. So that was probably the, the, fastest, the fastest thing. So. What I started realizing with this commerce of these vehicles was that not everything was about money and all the money that it was made. The money was more like a compensation for giving someone, providing to someone back what that person was missing. There, it, there was people actually looking just to, you know, just to come and check around. They didn't really need a car. They just, just wanted to see what they can, the emotion they get and all kind of things. Uh, never happened, nothing with them. But whomever was really in search for a vehicle and they wanted to, whenever the energy matched, it was a different, it was a different experience. It was more, the, the currency that I experienced the most in that was um, gratitude. And it was service, I'm willing to pay for this because this is something that really add to my life. So that I started noticing that, that it was easier for me to go along with the offer. Quick, I will flip cash so quick. It was from a $3,500 investment. Uh, we'll, we'll bring back an extra $2,000 so quick. And it wasn't about that I needed to make two grand or 1700 on this and that. No, it was just a retribution that it was amazing for the time and the effort that I had put in. 
and then it gave me back cash flow again so that I could come back and get another vehicle. So that was actually really amazing. That was an amazing part of my life and I learned a, about, a lot about uh, other currencies. There's something that comes to my mind right now and is loyalty. So I, I, I was leaving the country and I knew I was going to be like two months um, away. So I needed to get prepared. So I talked to my friend and we bought three vehicles. Well, I think I asked him for one vehicle and he said, well, what about three? And I'm like, well, sure, why not? Now I'm not working on a project of one vehicle, now I'm working on three. I'm like, okay, well, how am I gonna do? <laughs> now I have to sell three vehicles. It just makes it interesting. So I, one of the vehicles, my ex-father-in-law, he contacted me right away and said, hey, um, I got rid of my car. Polish guy, amazing, so friendly, he speaks Spanish. He's like, I got rid of my car and I need a vehicle, but I need a good, so hear me out, that's his request. I need a good vehicle at the price of a piece of crap. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, me too. Like if I had a crystal ball or something. <laughs> so next day I realized when I bought the three vehicles, I actually had something he might be interested in. So I call him and just talk to him and say, say to him like, look, I got three cars. I invite you to come and see what I got. I have to repair them. There are a few things we need to do. And then you make your own choice. I'm like, last thing I want you to be is just like, that, like you're picky, you're very demanding. So I don't want to get in, and you're not willing to pay that much. So I'm going to do this, but you're going to be involved in the process. So he came in over and we look at the vehicles and he liked one. And he said, yeah, this is mine. And he started just going in all kinds of directions with the price and I'm gonna pay you this and no more and this and this and that. So anyway, we had to handle in a way that I did it more for like, look, I'm gonna get my, my return. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my re the return of my investment plus an extra few hundred dollars. That's all I'm gonna make on this vehicle. Um, he's a very demanding person. He's very, he's got point of view, very strict, but he's been amazing with me. He had, he handed his house to me when we moved from one city to another one. He allowed us to live in his basement for three months. So to me, it was, it was more like man you need a car I do have a car and I'm the one who decide how much am I gonna make on this car so there you go so be it so that was the transaction with him and I still have two cars left well guess what he told his wife what was happening and his wife told told her daughter and the other daughter my sister-in-law that I had an extra car and all of a sudden she came and said, hey, um, my other daughter is also looking for a car. What do you have? So we ended up all connecting. So on her, on the, on the business and the vehicle that her daughter bought is actually when I recovered from the other one. It was, it, 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 I really, I really didn't put it like expensive or anything. It was a fair price but it gave me enough to cover for the two of them. And a month after that, I 
or like two months after that, um, my ex-mother-in-law also wanted a vehicle and since they already both had bought a vehicle from me, so she also wanted to buy a vehicle from me and it's also an opportunity to make more money. So I ended up selling three vehicles to that family, to that household. And what I got out of it is it's, it's sort of loyalty, it's gratitude. I, I, my, to me, it was way more important to be there for them for the moment they were going through. It's like getting rid of, this is very normal in North America. You get to a certain point that you have to get rid of your car. You have to kind of dump it into the uh, junker because it's, it's cheaper actually, it's less headaches to try to repair or to do safety or something, especially in Canada. So uh, it's just like, there's like no possibility to sell the car. You get like a hundred bucks for the car. So it was, it was a moment that I was able to do a retribution of what they've done for me in the past. We, we try to rent something short term or going to a hotel or something, but it was my daughter recently born and we didn't have a house we sold a condo and now we were buying a house but we needed some time to for that to happen plus the condo hadn't sold when we moved in so it was a big contribution they did to us and they really they're not pretty when you live at someone else's house it's, it's not the easiest thing but we went through it so it was time for me to do that to pay back kind of thing it was gratitude, it was contribution, loyalty, um, because they, f- they felt that um, it was the time, they told me it was, a, it was a time of my life where I was creating my life and I was doing it for my daughter. And it, it created some sort of, I, I did a good thing for my ex-in-law and then he actually went and told his family and they are very loyal. They're very, they're like their network moves that way. You do one thing good for someone, and it spreads as a compounder. Uh, so it, that was that was great. That the mix of all those energies, and as a result, if one of them had any complications with the car, because they are used cars, they've been repaired. They, it's like a uh, like a fractured bone that you have to go back to the doctor and you get a pain and sometimes you need an Advil. Same thing with a vehicle. Every time they needed something, they would call me and I'm like, oh my God, no, what am I going to do? This car has no warranty. This is a used vehicle. What I'll do instead is I will uh, refer them. I will call friends around. Like I have pretty good network and, and then I'll call them and I'll just sweet talk everyone and say, hey, listen, I need something like if it was for me, uh, this bar blew air conditioned blue and then blew out and we need a piece and I just made it easier for them to go through the process so they didn't have to go straight to the dealership to spend $3,000 on like two hours of work. Um, so that part was very... Um, generative for us I mean like even though we went through separation and the fa- I was not anymore part of the family I kept that relationship and until today we have in a very an amazing relationship so 
it, 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 I bring it back to the point that, guys, today the world is changing. We are changing. If we focus only on the monetary currency and that we are someone just because we have or receive something in exchange, we may need to be, we may, we may be going short with this where we could be missing out the gift that we really are. Remember, I mean, like I, I found compensate monetary compensation as a result of all these energies. I do go into business mode and I do have a purpose. What am I doing and like, what am I selling it for or how am I generating money? But there is always this capacity that is inside us that if it's not exactly, if it doesn't fit that structure that we're creating, we actually, we're so flexible, we just can't go with the energy at the moment and move things around. Just, just receive what is happening at that moment. My favorite currencies of the new world, gratitude, um, transparency, everything is easier when we receiving when we when we receive ourselves as as we are when we try to hide things they they don't go well loyalty um loyal to ourselves loyal to our beliefs to who we are to what we learn the good thing is that we may have learned from home not everyone has been so that lucky like i was where um, back home was more like all these beautiful foundation of, of um, these kind of currencies. But, it, but everything you can extract, even from a conversation with a kid, the innocence of a kid, they, they, they're straightforward. They tell you stuff. <laughs> they don't really have any filters. These new currencies, um, they're coming very strong. They're, they're they're the foundation today to the new world that is coming up. I do want to thank you so much for you to be here in this uh, episode today of the new currencies in this world. I will see you very soon with more of this uh, Crypto Vision podcast. Bye for now.